shows up in the house with uh, Lovin Basuel. I come out to greet him. Lovin sees the rings on Rivka's fingers. It's like, this guy has money. Let's kill him and take his money. Standard Lovin procedure. And he runs outside to go take care of uh, Eliezer. And the Alkut Shmoini says, Eliezer said a shame Hashem. Eliezer was not a Pasha to Yid. You have to understand that he just gave up the Shidduch with his daughter to set up a Shidduch with some other girl, with Yitzchak. Right? That's why we have the Shalshelas. I mean, Eliezer was very torn to be able to push himself to be able to set up the Shidduch, which he really wanted. Eliezer was not a Pasha to Yid. And he knew shame of Hashem, apparently. Yaakashman, he says that he said a shame of Hashem and all of the camels that he had shown up with stacked on top of each other. With Eliezer on top. So Eliezer's floating up top. Eliezer is running towards him, ready to give him a nice love and welcome with a stab in the back. And he sees Eliezer up there floating. He's like, you know, this is a little different than my standard you know, meet and kill. So he said, we have, to, we have to run this whole program a little differently. And he welcomes him inside. Please come. Set down the animals. Come and eat. Eat some of my poison soup. He probably didn't tell him it was poison. Eliezer didn't want to eat yet. How did he push him off? He said, first I want to tell you what happened. Let me tell you about the Kvitsa Saderach, about the nace that just happened, how Rivka walked out and did exactly the way I set it up with her bonus level. What did Lovin tell him? Daber. Daber is a, is a harsh way of speaking. Amor is nice. Lashon Racha. Daber is Lashon Kasha. Lovin yells at him, no, do your speaking. Get it over with. So you could finally eat, so I can take all the camels, yes? Obviously, Eliezer does his spiel, and in the meantime, the bowls get switched around by the Malach, and the Suol dies. The Suol eats the, the special soup. There are two ways that someone can talk. With two kavanas. Lovan wanted Eliezer to talk. Eliezer also wanted to talk. Why did Lovan want him to talk? Because look, this is what we have to do in order to get to the food. Yeah, let's get over this hurdle, and then we'll get to the tacos. Eliezer wanted to talk. So he wanted to talk about Hashem. He wanted to talk about his master, Avim Avinu, about the tremendous work that Avim Avinu was doing for the soon-to-be-Klai Yisrael. When we daven, there are two ways that we can daven. We can daven because, you know, I have to get to lunch, or I have to be out to my my mitzvah, you know, I have to daven three times a day, so let's do it. Or you could daven because you want to talk to Hashem. I mean, the Rabbanu Shalom, the almighty, all-powerful, omniscient God says, come have a word with me. And you're like, fine. You know, it's just to get it over with. Talk because you want to talk to Hashem. The Rav Shem Pinkus writes in the introduction to Sharm Tefillah that the same way the Torah is the projector of the world, Tefillah, is the projector of our neshama. Everything that our, our soul generates for us, all that connectivity comes about through tefillah. Nothing in this world happens. Nothing will come to us without tefillah. We should, we should daven the way that Eliezer wanted to talk. Not the way Laban wanted to talk, to just get over it. Just daver so we could get to lunch. It's nice with the grass in Tsarist Russia a chassid came to the grass and he says, Rebbe, I need chizuk and tefillah. He says, what do you need chizuk and tefillah for? What's going on? 
He says, I used to have a tremendous davening. And I'll tell you where I got that tefillah from, and I feel like I'm losing it. I was once passing by a regiment of the Tsarist army, and they were flogging one poor soldier. And he was screaming, and I went inside to find out, like, what's going on? And I asked the guard, who's overseeing the flogging, he said, what, what, what do you do? What do you do to deserve this? He said, he was on guard. And his ear froze. His ear froze. In the middle of a Russian winter. The guy says, that's why you're flogging? This guy froze off his ear for the czar? He's getting flogged for that? He says, you don't understand. When you're standing in the army of the czar, you are representing Mother Russia. You should be so excited and terrified that your blood should be boiling. If your ear is freezing, you're not scared enough. You're not in awe of your position. This guy said, that's insane. And, and he took that lesson to heart and he amped up his Shmanazra. He said, Rebbe, recently, it's been a few years since I saw this event, and I feel like my Shmanazra isn't like what it used to be. I need chizik of my tefillah. Can you imagine such a thing? The guy wasn't even standing in front of the czar. We're Zechah to stand in front of the Rabbanu When we do Isa Shalom, we face left first because that's right of the Rabbanu Shalom. He's standing right in front of us. We whisper because his ear is right in front of our mouth. He's listening intently. Should, we, should our blood not be boiling? Should we not have tremendous ache or a year when we're in front of the Rabbanu Shalom? Hashem should be mezakas with the heart to be able to daven. Becholi beinu. We should be able to shake up our kishkas a little bit to be able to dive in front of Hashem. To be able to feel that we're really talking to the mouth of Malachi Amlokim. Chavez.